Mile High Football with Mark Schlereth is powered by Ideal Home Loans. Denver Sports presents the Mile High Football Podcast with Mark Schlereth. Hey, welcome into the Mile High Football Podcast brought to you by Ideal Home Loans. Brent Ivinson and the crew over there, they do a phenomenal job. Been working with them for years. Uh, incredible folks. So that's uh, Ideal Home Loans. Check them out. All right, so let's talk a little bit about this offseason. Obviously, vacation right now, which is one of the hardest things to deal with when you're an NFL coach, is vacation time. Mini camps are over, the OTAs are over, and you're just waiting to get back to training camp. And why it's difficult is you love the time off, but the time off scares you. Because every team, whether you want to hear this or not, every team has at least five or six idiots on that team that have to be babysat. And you just are like, oh my gosh, you're just in prayerful like in, in in prayer every night going, I hope this idiot doesn't do something stupid that costs our team an opportunity to have him present. And, you know, I get people all the time that would be like, well, why would you have those guys on your team? You know, I want good guys on my team. And I want, it's not about choir practice. It's about guys that can play. And sometimes you have guys on your team that are so exceptionally talented that you put up with the fact that they're idiots simply because you can't live without them. And that's just the way it works. So this time of the year is always one of those times that coaches are like, oh, please don't let this guy get himself into trouble. Or it's the one dude that's going to go home for six weeks and eat ho-hos and Twinkies and come back to training camp 25 pounds overweight. And there's a couple of those guys, too. So this is a really tough time for coaches to manage their football team. Now, I say that to say this. I don't know how you felt about as you watched Russell Wilson post a workout video. And I understand that Russell Wilson has clients and he has, you know, different people that, um, and, and, you know, his Instagram page and all his social media, and he's got deals with people as an influencer and this, that, and the other. But as you remember, Sean Payton came in to Denver to be the head coach. And his very first press conference was, I want more anonymous donors. And it was all quiet on the Western Front. You didn't see videos being posted, and you didn't see any of that stuff. And you get away from Sean Payton, you go on summer vacation, and two days after summer vacation starts for the players and the coaches, you got a Russell Wilson workout video on one of them damn slide boards, right? Forget let's ride, let's slide. And it's one of those deals, and I know that it's probably not a big deal, but it is one of those deals that just makes you go, Lord, have mercy. Like things were going so well. All was quiet. Nobody, you know, nobody jumped out of line. Nobody was promoting themselves with stupid workout videos and this, that, and the other. And then you get one two days away from, you know, the boss. Uh, when the cat's away, the mice will play. Two days away from kind of the company mantra and you have to post a video. And it probably means nothing. It, it probably, you know, is, it, it's not going to affect anything. Except for the fact, you know what's the tone deafness nature of sometimes the way Russell Wilson rolls in his everyday life. And um, 
I know, I know that it probably doesn't mean anything, but it is one of those things as a fan or as an analyst or whatever, um, for me, that drives me a little bit crazy. And you had such a piss poor season last year. It was awful. And I'm expecting a huge bounce back this year. I look at this and I understand that you're an influencer. And I understand you probably have obligations to companies that are paying you and this, that, and the other. But boy, I tell you what, it, it just did not. It's not that it totally irritated me, but it didn't sit well. Let me just say that. So obviously he's worked out hard. Obviously he's lost some weight. Obviously he's heard the criticism, obviously all those things, but still it is one of those things that's at least, it may not be a big deal, but at least it uh, is something that warrants keeping your eye on. Now, last thing I want to talk about, and I think this is cool. Um, Melvin Gordon. Now, Melvin Gordon isn't my favorite player, and he puts the ball on the ground too much, and I thought they signed him. The Broncos signed him to a terrible contract when they gave him a two-year, $16 million deal. I never thought he was that valuable. I never thought he was worth that. Um, Obviously, he had all kinds of fumbling issues in his tenure here in Denver, the two years that he played here. But he came out on Jim Rome's show the other day and basically said that Russell Wilson's going to have a bounce-back year. He believes in Russell Wilson, and what went on here last year under Nathaniel Hackett uh, was a you know, an untenable situation, and there's no way you could have success with that. And I agree with that. I do agree with that. I do agree with Melvin Gordon coming out and saying that. And this is why, I think more than anything else, this is why this year is going to be so much better than last year for Russell Wilson. One, I think there was a disconnect between coaching and between the player. I think the player had too much authority. I think the player got to do some of the things that he wanted to do. And the bottom line, each and every one of us as a player, there are things we do really well, and there are things we don't do really well. And the great football coaches put you in positions to do the things you do well, and they take you out of positions to do the things that you don't do well. And I think ultimately... Russell Wilson was doing some things and trying to grow his career and trying to become more of a Drew Brees type of character that he was doing things that he just didn't fit, that didn't fit his skill set. And Sean Payton has said this on television. I've had many, many conversations with Sean Payton about mitigating potential disaster and mitigating a guy's weaknesses. And I think that's exactly what will transpire here in Denver. Hey, here are let's say 10 things you do really well. Okay. And let's put a cut up tape together of these 10 things. So these 10 concepts, Hey man, you throw this girl flat exceptionally well. So let's show you 10 plays of you doing that. Here it is. Here's the drop. Here's the throw. You read the, you know, you read the flat defender. If he keeps leverage on the If he keeps leverage on the outside of the flat route, you're throwing the curl. If he drops and tries to take away the curl, you're throwing the flat. Let's watch it 10 times. Bam, 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 bam. Man, you did it to perfection. This is great. We're going to keep this in our offense. Here's some things you didn't do well. And, you know, you show them those plays as well. And this is why we're going to stay away from this concept for you. Um, Hey, man, and it could be as easy as this concept requires you to throw it out of a five-step drop with a hitch and in that hitch you have to step up and when you step up and that offensive line's getting pushed back a little bit guess what you lose vision of that route we're trying to throw and so now you don't feel comfortable throwing it because you can't see it and so now you pull it and you escape out of the back of the pocket you take a sack so instead of putting you in that position 
let's just take that out. Let's just not run that play, right? Or if we're going to run that deep over the middle kind of play, we need to run that out of a seven-step drop off of a, a play pass or whatever. So you're going you're gonna to walk through this, the, all the scenarios of here are the things you've done well in your past. Here are, let's take 10 or 12 plays from Seattle, they, and we'll, we'll group them together. Here's this concept, this concept. So here are all these different concepts. We're going to group them all together. Um, and, you know, here's a, here's a stick from a two-man side. Here's a stick from a three-man side. These are things you did well. Here are six or seven things you didn't do well. And really kind of educate the player on what he is good at, what he isn't good at. And then build game plans around doing the things that make you successful. And it's exactly what Pete Carroll did with the Seattle Seahawks. It's exactly what they did, regardless of you know uh, of who their offensive coordinator was, Brian Schottenheimer, all the all the different guys that were coordinators there. Doesn't matter. That's what they ended up doing. So um, I'm really excited about the potential of a bounce back for Russell Wilson. So. You know, on the negative, I did not like the workout posting videos. Um, ultimately, it probably doesn't mean anything. But I think based under Sean Payton and what Sean has done in the course of his career and what he's going to do with Russell Wilson, I agree with Melvin Gordon. There is going to be a huge bounce back this year for Russell Wilson and this Broncos offense. Hey, listen, for everybody involved in the My Football Podcast, we appreciate you. Again, thank you to our presenting sponsors, Ideal Home Loans. Check those guys out as well. For everybody involved, thank you. We'll be back with you next week. Mile High Football with Mark Schlereth is powered by Ideal Home Loans.